Well, hello. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast, the podcast where I put some glitter on my eyes, right? Quick. Um, I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined as always by my host, Marcus. I love how you give me a thumbs up and then you continue doing stuff. Yeah, well, the way I see it is this is like one of those podcasts where like it just does not matter. Wow. Every podcast It's unfiltered, matters. uncut. Have some professionalism. Okay. Nah. All right. Well, this is Impact Wrestling. It was basically a nothing. It was just a recap show as Liz continues doing her fucking beauty tutorial. Um, this was a recap of Multiverse of Matches. Really nothing to talk about here because this happened uh, Saturday. No, Friday. This happened Friday, I think, actually. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought we could just have like, a little discussion about the matches. Yeah. And sure. I mean, we didn't watch Multiverse of Matches. No. So maybe we did need this recap. Um but the real the real meat of tonight is going to be um our predictions for New Japan Pro Wrestling's Hyper Battle. The finals of that happening on Saturday, which we'll be doing a recap for. Um and then uh well, Rebellion's not next week, right? Better not be. Um, no, it's the twenty third. Okay, so then we'll need to figure out next week's show, which might be a little tough because it's Easter. Oh, we'll probably still be able to do it. Um. So yeah, our predictions for Hyper Battle will be happening after our bests of the night. So, yeah. Um, we want to jump into some news? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, there's not a ton of news. Yeah, because we just did news yesterday. Yeah. And not a ton happened. I, there wasn't even that much news yesterday. Yeah. Um... Let me open up the news. First piece of news. The Pirates lost 9-0. Baseball season started. The Mets are winning 2-0. Fuck yeah. And if you want to know how the Yankees are doing, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Okay. Oh, I've got a little piece of news, by the way. WWE news. Uh, um, oh, what the fuck? Sorry. So, I've got almost... Entirely WWE news. I'd love for the rain to chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got almost entirely WWE news. One piece of W or one piece of non WWE news is that Layla Hirsch apparently fucked up her knee. Um, she apparently did a moonsault during her dark match, and um, they called the match like immediately. Um, yeah, I still haven't heard anything new about it. Me neither. So I, I hope that she's fine. Um, but I am just not 
I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully she recovers quickly. And hopefully it's not too bad. Um. Also, apparently Randy Orton, I, I haven't found any quotes about this, but apparently Randy Orton let loose on the uh, on NXT call-ups coming to the main roster. I mean, what what I heard him say was that um, talking about uh, Logan Paul. Oh no, was it Logan Paul or was it Pat McAfee? So one one of those guys, he was he was crediting them for being very safe in the ring and said that a lot of NXT wrestlers don't know safety when they're brought up. Um, it's just not something that they're that they were taught. So. Somebody described it as an expletive-laden um, rant, and I was like, well, it's Randy Orton. He kind of swears a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like that's like me talking, somebody saying an expletive-laden rant. Like, mm. well. Um, also, apparently, in behind-the-scenes news, uh, WWE um, announced a new general counsel and corporate secretary um, her name is Elizabeth Collins, and she is going to re be replacing Samira Shah, who was only with the company for 10 months. Hmm. Which I think is just fucking insane, the turnover. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that'll be interesting. Um, also, Liv Morgan is selling her used um, whip from WrestleMania, the one that she walked out with. Yeah. Um, and if the Wi-Fi would work with me, I'd be able to tell you more about this. Um, but yeah, she um, used it in a couple of pictures too. Um, and now it's available for auction um, through the WWE. Um, I don't know what the auction is necessarily for. What do you mean? Right, like if it's like he's going to correct yeah i don't know Live might Morgan, just be the hopefully. wwe no it's through the wwe so uh, um also kurt angle is set to have major knee surgery next month oh um yeah he apparently is having i assume both of them because he said my knees uh, replaced next month, which um, he's going to have them both at the same time to just get it over with, and he's going to be either on a wheelchair or a walker. So, That's I guess it makes time. sense. Yeah. To do it all at once. Yeah. But like, damn. Too um, special. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're like, oh, you're gonna do the second one. Fine, we'll give you a little discount. <laughs> a little bogo. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of surgeries, uh, Rick Boogs underwent surgery for his torn quadriceps. That was my news. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought it worked in perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you fold it in. Um, yeah. For those who didn't see it, he his knee buckled at WrestleMania, trying to do a double Samoan drop. Um, and then he crawled away, and everyone was like, that's not good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, he, 
hopefully he recovers from that very quickly. Um, yeah. They looked pretty nasty. I don't know how long it normally takes people to recover from stuff like that. No idea. Yeah. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, apparently Ronda Rousey, according to Dave Meltzer, um, the interest in Ronda Rousey, like, fell off this WrestleMania. That's not shocking. Yeah. Um, which Dave Meltzer noted that it was kind of interesting because she was, like, kind of hot going into WrestleMania. And I think Cody just overshadowed her. I wouldn't even say Cody overshadowed her. Everything overshadowed her. Yeah, well, it's Ronda, so. Bianca overshadowed her. Fucking uh, Stone Cold overshadowed her. Uh, Charlotte overshadowed her. (laughs) Uh, Welcome, Idro. Good to see you again. But yeah, Um, fucking... Who is interested in Ronda anymore? Not even MMA fans are interested in her anymore. No. MMA fans hate her. Yeah. Uh, I've also got a little bit of news on AEW. Um, I've got a little bit of news on the Mets. It's 3 nothing now. Hell yeah. Miriam even said Johnny Knoxville overshadowed her. 100%. Yeah. Um, why don't you give your AEW news on that? I'll continue with my WWE news. Okay. So next week's Rampage, the one that's going to have the Texas death match between um, Adam Page and uh, Adam Cole, that will start at 7 p.m., due to a time slot change. So it'll be happening before SmackDown this time. Okay, sure. Why not? Um, also, P.D. Alonzo was the one who scored that uh, run. Uh, I made up for earlier. Yeah. Um, back to WWE. Uh, Duquesne University. Um, uh, lineman Roman Masek. Roman Magic, Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Roman's gonna Reigns. have to change his name. Um, Roman Mace and T Bar. <laughs> um, apparently, it looks like he was signed. Um, after the latest tryouts, the ones that were like invite only in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Apparently, he like received a develop a developmental deal. Um, right off the bat. He looks like a wrestler. He looks like if you combine like Braun Breaker with like, like, I don't know if it'll come up, but like if you combine Braun Breaker with like somebody else. Um, Tucker. Yeah. Okay. Um. Also. <laughs> In what I think is hilarious news, and you're probably not going to think is hilarious news, guess who was pitched for a call-up to the main roster as a manager? Walter. L.A. Knight. Oh, come on. Why? I'm going to take your boy. He's, he's like, he's made for being a main roster wrestler. You could you could push LA Knight immediately to facing fucking Roman. He won't win, but you could push him there. Cuz he's fucking good. He's got great fucking promo work. He's got great or he's got good in-ring ability, great for the main roster. Um and he's like he's like just by looking at him, you can tell he's not a young, he's not a rookie. So, 
yeah, perfect manager material. Just like Adam Cole. Yep. Um, also, in case anybody was wondering, I'm sure everybody was, Lacey Evans is finally coming back. Um, she will, she's set to return for the, um, this coming episode of SmackDown. You know, I watched some clips of her wrestling. She's actually pretty decent in ring. She's decent, but her gimmick is fucking tacky. It is. It is really tacky. I wonder if they'll continue her feud with Charlotte. Imagine. But like without She Ric comes Flair. back and she's like, I married Ric Flair while I was away. And everyone's like. She's like, Ric Flair's not paying alimony. God. Um. Oh, remember the where she was like. Wasn't that part of her storyline where she was like, I'm pregnant. And everyone yeah. was like. And Rick was acting like it was his. Yeah. Fun times. Um, anyways, last piece of news I have is just a follow up piece of news. Um, apparently, Dave Meltzer confirmed that. Nash Carter's release had more to do with the image that Kimberly posted of him. With. The mustache shaved into an Adolf Hitler stash and doing a Nazi salute, which you know what? I'm actually shocked that they did that because it is the WWE and they kept Jackson Riker for as long as they did, but good for them for doing that much. The difference is that Nash is on NXT, whereas Jackson Riker was on the main roster, and yeah. they obviously value One way or the, the other. main roster people over NXT people. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a bad look to the brand to have yeah. someone with that um, history. So Good on them for doing something right for once. Nice job, WWE. Allegedly. Well, no, the picture is real. I know, I'm just saying allegedly a good move. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, but that's all the news I have. Um, this isn't news, but I'm looking at the NXT TakeOver New Orleans uh, poster. And I wanted to see how many people were still in WWE that are on this poster. And this was the takeover that featured Johnny vs. Champa. And out of, let's see, on, on the poster there are a total of um, 18 people. There are 18 people. Guess how many are still in WWE? Six. Close. Five. Shayna Baszler, Champa, Pete Dunn, Roddy, and Ricochet. That's it. Everyone else is gone. All right. Um. So you wanna you wanna jump into this uh, this recap of a recap? Yeah. Why not? All right. So uh, first up, we we had. <laughs> the highlights from this is gonna this is gonna be weird because we're gonna be like they didn't really show full matches until the very end so we're just gonna be talking about highlights we're not gonna do traditional match recaps um but first they gave us highlights of the ultimate x match which had um Trey miguel vincent uh chris bay um, Blake Christian and Jordan Grace. Is there, am I missing anyone? I don't think so. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I thought that we could just like talk about some things um, that happened. Because mm-hmm. um, at first I was like, oh, I'll take notes. And then I was like, no, that doesn't seem like yeah. it's going to work. Yeah, especially since um, all these started like like midway in the match. Yeah, not only that, but also like they. What I try to do is I try to get like the highlights. Mm-hmm. And they were giving them to me rapid fire and I was like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Chris Bay and Jordan Grace, though, going head to head was actually kind of cool. I like that a lot. And I'm glad Jordan Grace was in this match. Yeah. They said that she would be the first uh, person to officially hold the X Division title. First. So first woman. Yeah. I say first um, person. First ever. <laughs> Never been one before. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Does that mean that there was a woman who unofficially held it? I have no clue. It was I, a very like I didn't look into it. Um she got a, a muscle buster off to Chris Bay that Rich Swan interfered with, and it was a it was a wobbly little situation though for a second there. He got me mad fucking nervous. Like she had him up there, but like it was something about the way he was like balancing. I mean, her shoulder's pretty wide because it's fucking jacked. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was something about Chris Bay that like was just a little off kilter and I saw him wobble and then I was like, I was like, oh fuck, that looks bad. Like I, it feels like something bad's going to happen. And then Rich Swan like kind of like speared Jordan and I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is worse than bad. Um, but luckily Bay actually ended up just landing on like his back. So, um, we also got a lot of Blake Christian, which of course he was in the highlight reels because it's Blake Christian. Funny enough. Blake Christian was in the highlight reels the most. Mm-hmm. Or not the most, sorry. But he was in them a lot. You know who wasn't in them a lot? Trey Miguel. Yeah. So Trey Miguel like was like barely dive. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I guess that's your champion. Um, I don't understand Blake Christian. Um, he got fucking spiked on his head. And somehow came up on his feet. Hmm. I don't get how like gravity forgot some people. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. And I I feel like Blake Christian is like getting this like love and this pop that like he never would have gotten in the WWE. Yeah. And I'm happy for him, but it's like, I don't know. But you could even consider that WWE just being in NXT gave him that rub. I guess, but also I feel like a lot of the people like that watch what Blake Christian is doing now are like people who are like, I would never watch WWE, mm-hmm. but I guess maybe I'm wrong. I mean, there are like a lot of GCW guys who uh, and girls who are into WWE. Mm-hmm. What do I fucking know? Not much. Um. Also, I noticed that like because we haven't really watched a ton of instant matches, like I think we've seen a couple in impact. And then I think we saw him in ring of honor. I don't even think we saw him in ring of honor. Cause we missed his match at a uh, final battle. And I, I don't <laughs> remember seeing him in any ring of honor episodes. We caught. I guess my thing is that, like, it's weird seeing him wrestle. Yeah. Because a lot of moves like require you to like, look like a normal person doing normal people things like mm-hmm. movement wise. 
And Vincent's like whole thing is being like this fucking like wobbly wet noodle of a fucking dude. Mm-hmm. So like watching him like run after somebody, I'm like, <laughs> when have you ever shown that kind of speed before, Vincent? Calm down. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically at the end of the day, Jordan Grace and Trey Miguel were going head to head for the title. Um, Jordan was like koaling the ropes while Trey was like, I don't fucking know what he was doing. But Vincent ended up taking Jordan Grace down. <laughs> so Vincent's canceled. Um So after the match, uh we get a little promo from Trey Miguel. He says time is ticking. What you witnessed is no fluke. It is me, X Division Champ, taking on five of Impact's finest. So Meg Bailey, Ace Austin, come rebellion. If five couldn't stop me, what makes you think you will? Uh, then we get a promo from Mickey James. She said, Chelsea, I had faith in you. I saw your true colors. That color is Cardona. There's one man I know that has a very big problem with you laying a finger on me. Uh, Matt. And then Nick Aldis, like, appears. He says, circumstance should be different, and I should be talking about my history with Impact. Matt Cardona took our personal rivalry and took it to a whole new level. So Impact, thank you for welcoming welcoming me back. And then we get highlights from the Cardonas versus the Aldises. Um. Yeah. This was an alright match. It's kind of messy. I mean, yeah, it was fine. Um. I do feel like these guys like had this match and then like went out to like hang out at like some fucking like. I don't know, like some wine bar after that. Mm-hmm. Like, I fully do not buy like the feud. I don't buy the yeah. heat at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, Nicholas is like a lot bigger than I thought he was. Um. Or or Mickey's small. No, like I get, seeing him compared to Matt Cardona, I was like, mm. yeah, because Cardona's a big dude. Yeah, he's a bigger guy, and. Apparently, Nick Aldis, at least his build height, is 6'4". And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, sure. Um, he hits one of, I think, the softest, safest, stupidest pile drivers I have ever seen um, on Matt Cardona. Like, Matt Cardona's head was about this far off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, just shoved between Aldis's thighs. And I was like, sure. And Cardona barely even sold it, too. Like, he, he sold, like... After the fact, like he just kind of went down, like thunk. Mm. nothing else. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, we get like a cute, like dual clover leaf, um, with uh, Mickey and Nick. Oh, Mickey and Nikki, that's cute. Um, and then the Cardona's like they tap out together. So like, they definitely went to a wine bar after yeah. that. Yeah, there's it's- no doubt in my mind. It's like uh, uh, Matt and Chelsea versus Bussy. You know they were hanging out afterwards. Yeah, I feel like this even more because, like, I feel like Mickey is like a live, laugh, love type of mom, <laughs> and Chelsea one hundred percent gives me those vibes too. Mm. So, you seen Chelsea's dog? Got a really big doodle, a black and white doodle. Like a doodle or a poodle? Doodle big mm. is this shit on instagram 
I think has its own Instagram. She's it has of, its own Instagram. She's one of those dog owners. Cho Cho. <laughs> Cho Cho. <laughs> Let's see if I can find. Where's it. the fucking dog, Cho Cho? Oh my god, that is a massive animal. It's black and white. Yeah. She's got two of them. Oh my god. The the Instagram is my doodle dude. Literally. The the doodle's name is Dude. Like it's literally its name is fucking Dude. <laughs> Those aren't dogs. Those are horses. <laughs> One of them's name is Dude. The other's name is Walt. Love it. Walt. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having a dog and being like Walter, come here. And we say that we call the Peter Walter all the time. <laughs> We do do that. All right. So okay. after that match, we had a little promo from Eddie Edwards. He said, "Impact turned their back on me. The fans turned their backs. Uh, that's fine with me. I surround myself with honor no more. I wear my green because it takes me back to a good place in my life. First time I traveled to Japan, I was treated with respect. Ishi, I can't offer you that same respect in pro wrestling. There truly is honor no more." And then we get highlights from Ishii versus Eddie. Yeah. Um, sick matchup. Two big guys kind of going at each other. Um, really, though, there's not much you can say about this match besides, like, it's exactly the match that you would expect them to have. Yeah. Um... Tom Hannafin, who was obsessed with calling a fucking forearm shiver today. <laughs> he just learned the term. Three times. and Three three times in the highlights. Mm-hmm. Not just like three times. Like There may have been more times. He, yeah, um, he definitely made a bet with Ray Walt. Be like, how many times do you think I could say this? <laughs> he there there has to be like he's done twice i don't know if it was for i'm sure last time but like no it wasn't he's done this with something goofy and i was like stop fucking saying it tom yeah um but he also completely miscalls a power bomb he calls it a tiger driver which there was no driving to be had it was a tiger bomb maybe that i would have accepted um and then we get a stereotypical Ishii and Sagiri, which I always love seeing. He's such a big dude hitting a move that you don't think he should hit. Um, if anything, I'm just excited for the Ishii. Um, what is it? Jonah match. Um, it is called a Tiger Bomb because Tony Storm uses it too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good match. It was, uh, according to pro wrestling fandom, a double underhook power bomb is known as both a tiger bomb, a butterfly power bomb and a tiger driver. Okay. Sure. The name tiger driver was given by Mitsuharo Misawa. Right. And we watched a collection of his of him doing that and he definitely plonks people on their heads. 
to uh, who innovated the move, though through time it it also became known as Tiger Bomb due to it resembling a power bomb more than a pile driver. So over time, it started to resemble a power bomb more. So back when Misuhara was allowed to plonk people on their heads, that was when it was a Tiger Driver, and now it's... He's probably still allowed to, but he uh, wanted to mix it up a little bit, probably. I don't, I don't think Misuhara is wrestling anymore. Misawa. Misawa? Yeah, that's, that's his last name. Did I miss him having a first name? Well, it's me. me yeah, I think you were right. Mitsu. Uh, fucking. Oh, God. Mitsuhara, yeah. Yeah, Mitsuhara Misawa. I thought you were calling yeah, okay. him by his last name, and I was like. Well, okay. Anyway. Um, I feel like I've seen a tiger driver and I've been like, ah, pile driver type vibe there, but this was. There was no driving mm-hmm. in this particular moment but um decent enough match mm-hmm. it was neither here nor there in my humblest of opinion yeah it was it was i mean from what we saw yeah it was decent um so then uh we had highlights of pco and moose versus josh and jonah which also confused me. Why? I just didn't understand why Jonah was on the team with Josh and not PCO. Because they didn't want to have singles matches yet. Or they didn't want to have another singles match with PCO and Jonah until next week. And they don't want to have... But it was a tag team match. That, that's what I'm saying. They didn't want to have those matches yet. Right, no, I'm saying, why was PCO not on the team with Josh Alexander and Joan on the team with Moose? Because they're heels and J- PCO is no, not heel. technically. I guess he is a heel. Yeah, Jonah. Jonah, I think because he's f- he's feuding with PCO, he's a face. We saw a heel, little heelism come out at the end. Um, but th- uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Um. This was another meaty men slapping me kind of uh kind of match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have decided that I could probably go the rest of my life without watching PCO threaten his own life, and I'd probably be a happy person. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Ta- like this man could do so many things, and yet he insists on doing like somersault type moves where he's going noggin first for a second into the ground. I'm like, stop. Just stop, please. He's so fragile. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Damn. Um, anyways. Yeah. Oh, we got a dropkick from Moose to Alexander, um, like right on the fucking nose, which fucking scary how much air moose can get yeah a big dude um but then we get a i I think the match ended with a c4 spike to pco um which makes sense um but i also learned what it meant finally i didn't understand it i I, or i thought i understood it but i didn't understand it at first apparently um it was explained last night on dynamite 
Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was talking about the C4 vertebrae. Hmm. Huh. Not C4, like the explosive, which I'm sure there's a double meaning. Yeah. I'm sure. But for someone but, like, like Josh Alexander, who's very technical. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And somebody who also, like, fractured his vertebrae once, I think. Yeah, that's... You think that's why he named that? He's like, I fractured mine, so now I'm gonna fracture yours. It's like, I know how to do it now. Yeah. Um, then we got uh, highlights of Jay White versus Chris Sabin. Oh, and what a match this was. Um, Saban's beating the piss out of Jay, but Jay slapped the shit out of Saban. Like, his chest looked like ground beef. Yeah. That was nasty. Um, I, I, I don't think we saw a ton of those moments, per se. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, he had an interview afterwards and he, like, shit um also it's just it's so fun watching jay white wrestle um it's even more fun though to see alex shelley's tweets about jay white lately have you seen them no um so somebody or not somebody impact uh because the blade runner and the shell shock are like the same move Mm-hmm. Um, and Impact tweeted that Alex Shelley and Jay White are in a battle for the Blade Runner um, to like see who could get their move off first. And Alex Shelley <laughs> retweeted it and wrote like an asterisk, and then wrote Shell Shock and said, "My guest room, he half-assed clean for a year and a half." Says so. <laughs> and then later on, he posted um, a clip from a different match where Shelley hit the Shell Shock, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Shelly retweeted and said, original Blade Runner, Jamie, I told you no eating in your bedroom. I fucking <laughs> hate them. Um, anyways, just had to bring that up. Um, but Jay makes German suplexes look so fucking good. And then his fucking Uranagis. What the fuck? I have, like, I've never seen somebody get that much air. Yeah, which admittedly is partially because I, his opponent has to jump up for the most part, mm-hmm. but it's it's just incredible. Pardon me, it's just incredible. Um, and then he also hits a, a fucking gorgeous half and half suplex. I could watch this man wrestle, like, I think every day for the next 10 years of my life, and I'd be pretty satisfied. Um, But Saban ends up winning, which I was kind of surprised by. Um, And I said to Mark, I was like, do you think that this is like the end of Jay White in Impact? Because Saban said that he was going to make G, make G, make Jay leave. Mm -hmm. And then Macklin comes out. Macklin starts beating on Saban. Jay pulls him off, and I was like, but then he goes on to beat Saban. And then he and Macklin have a bit of a standoff, and like he's like, oh, yeah, fine, 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 I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave. And then the moment Macklin has his back to him, he hits him with a low blow, and I was like, 
literally, as I said to you, I was like, well, he doesn't have any business with Macklin, really. Because I thought that was, this was going to be like Saban versus Macklin later on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he did that. And I was like. No, uh, at Rebellion, it's going to be Jay White and Chris Saban. Or Jay White versus Chris Saban versus Macklin. Triple threat. They got to start announcing some stipulations for Rebellion. And I think there's like two weeks left, but. um, They should. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I'm just excited for the fucking matches. They're gonna be awesome. Yeah. All right. So after that, Chris Saban has a promo and he says Chris Saban just beat Jay White. Chris Saban just pinned former IWGP World Champion Jay White. I've been the underdog my whole life. This is a night I'm never gonna forget. You will remember that Chris Saban beat your beat you tonight in Dallas, Texas. I'm on top of the world right now. And then we get highlights of the Good Brothers versus the Briscoes. Yeah. Um, I didn't really care about this match, to be honest. Um, it was decent. Um, I think that the Good Brothers... I, I think the Briscoes are... They're great tag team. God forgive me for saying this, but I think the Briscoes are really interesting wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, they move in a way that I've literally never seen a human being ever fucking move. Yeah. Um. But the Good Brothers are just so fucking boring to watch. They are. They are. They don't do shit. They they lumber. Doc Gallows yes. lumbers. Even Carl Anderson lumbers. You'd think he'd be a little quicker, but no. Yeah. It. I wanted to be like, oh, like two pretty legendary tag teams are fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Eh. Um, basically, the, the only way, the only thing I remember um, was that Mark Briscoe went up top. Jamie uh, came out and sent him off the top rope, um, setting him flying. And then the Good Brothers set up for the Magic Killer and say jamie i did it slipped out um it was in my earlier note um because it's after alex shelley used it all demeaningly it's funny um but yeah jay white comes out helps interfere sending mark briscoe flying and then um good brothers win. and also chris bay comes out because why would chris bay not come out yeah yeah now we need Good Brothers versus FTR, I guess, to find out who the real best is. Um, so then we had an interview with Deanna Perrazzo. talking about the, the new interim champion for the Ring of Honor women's title. She says, I don't care whatsoever about the fact that there is an interim ROH women's champion. I am the legit ROH women's world champion. What's even more ridiculous was last time we saw Mercedes in Impact, she was tapping to me. And then we had highlights of the Champ Champ Challenge and Multiverse of Matches between Deanna Perrazzo and Fabi Apache. I think it's Fabi, but yeah. Mar- er, Mark. Tom mm-hmm. uh, said Fabi at first, and then I think he corrected himself later on. Okay, I was going to um, say, I thought I heard him say Fabi. He, yeah, they said Fabi, they said Fabio's very weird. Um, 
But yeah, um, I didn't really take any notes on that because I didn't know what the fuck was happening. It really wasn't that stellar of a match. Yeah, it wasn't all that interesting. It wasn't, especially because like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, hang on. Is she like? I know that she's she's with AAA. Is she? Yeah. Hmm. Um. She was trained by uh. Kong. Oh, cool. But yeah, she uh. She just wasn't that interesting to watch. Um. And maybe it was just. That match, like maybe there's something we were missing, mm-hmm. or maybe the highlights just didn't do it any service. But Deanna kind of stomped her. Well, yeah, that's that's all the champ champ challenge has been. That's true. Aside from Chelsea Green, even that actually was a little bit of a stomp. Um, yeah. But after the match, Taya Valkyrie comes out and challenges her for the triple A. Uh, Reina de Reina's title. Um, and then Deanna had a promo saying, The woman that sends you packing out of impact was just the champ. And now, 18 months later, same thing, but now I'm the champ champ. Want a date for rebellion? You got it. The champ champ is forever here. I want Taya to win just so she'll stop saying champ champ. Oh my god, please. Taya then had a promo. She said, We all know she's champ champ because she won't stop saying it. I had to come all the way back here to shut her up. I never lost the title. That at Rebellion, I will become a four-time AAA Reina de Reinas champion. And then we had Mike Bailey versus Alex Shelley full match. This was a lot of fun. I don't think we'll... uh, Let's not do a match of the night tonight because it'll be just one. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's it. Um, but yeah, Shelly must have been thrilled. He got a fucking handshake at the beginning of this match. Yeah. That is so much more than he has received from anybody yeah. in Bullet Club. Um, um He's also gonna be fighting um uh, I forget the name of the event. It's not it might be Devil in a New Dress or GCW, but Alex Shelley's fighting uh Jordan Oliver. Oh wow. That'll be another handshake. I, That's exciting for Jordan Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what, 21? No, you're thinking of Nick Wayne. Oh, no, no, Nick Wayne's like 16. He's like high school. Yeah, I think Jordan yeah. Oliver's about that age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we get a Fisherman's DDT. Um, and then poor Bailey. Bailey had wrestled so much this weekend. And he's like bruised up. He's got a cut on his side. Little dude needs a fucking nap. He doesn't need a wrestling match. And now he's fight. He's gonna be fighting Suzuki soon. Is he? Yeah, devil in a new dress. Let my boy rest. I think he's fighting Bandito too. Or did that already happen? I think you already fought. I think that was at a fucking WrestleCon, wasn't it? No. 
Yeah, no, Bandita fought Bailey. Unless I'm thinking of someone else. Oh, yes, no, he did. Sorry, that was like the first match. Right. Who, and that one, like, best match of WrestleCon. Who am I thinking of is fighting Bandito at GCW? I'll get back to you. Do you know, like, I, I've, I've mentioned this before. I cannot believe that Bandito is, like, our age. Yeah. I think he's, like, a year older than us. Yeah. I do not realize that. Oh, Bandito's fighting Nick Wayne. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh. Um, sweet Mike Bailey, sweet Mike Bailey. Um, he goes for a, a variation of Ultima Weapon on the apron. Ooh! But Shelly rolls away. Um, and Bailey slams his knees into the apron, and then Shelly near Shelly nearly like murders Bailey with like a float over DDT. fucking stressful so so i was i was wrong well alex shelley's fighting jordan oliver at find you again which is happening april 22nd um but alex shelley's also fighting nick wayne at the old me which is uh at the next day the 23rd so these young guys are getting a good chance against alex shelley that's awesome Alex Shelley's fighting babies. Yeah, he's gonna be fighting. Stop uh, it, Alex! He's gonna be fighting Dominic Mysterio next. Oh. Um. No, he's gonna be fighting uh, Becky and Seth's baby. Oh no! He's just going younger and younger. Oh God! It's like I will not stop until I've shell shocked everyone. <laughs> um. But yeah, Shelley fucking blocks strikes right and left. They're fucking rough. Um. But Bailey ends up winning. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bailey won. Yeah. The one with, uh, I think it was a roll up. Yeah. Really big win for him. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, also, the match I was thinking of instead of uh, Bailey and Bandito, it's going to be Bandito and Joey Janela. That's the match happening. Buff Bagwell said that he doesn't like Joey Janela for funny reasons or for real reasons. I think it was for funny reasons because he made a list of everyone he he likes, and Joey Janela was like crossed off. Right, that's why I was like, Buff, what happened? <laughs> um, something might have happened at like a GCW show because Buff Bagwell was there, WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, that's our recap of tonight's impact recap, a recap of a recap. I'm going to talk about the best of the night before we get to our new Japan predictions. Yeehaw, cowpoke. All right, so I guess we'll just do wrestler of the night. <laughs> uh, Mike Bailey or Alex Shelley? <laughs> I'll give it to Mike Bailey. He did a great job. I agree. I agree. All right, um, let's do our New Japan Hyper Battle predictions. I forget that my camera is um, attached to my laptop, so I just turned it because I was like, I've got to focus on typing now. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, you know who's pitching for you right now? Who? 
fucking Ottavino. Really? Have fun with that, dude. Nah, it's good. You you got a you got a five one lead. You're fine. <laughs> you say that. Um. Okay. There's hatred battle. All right. Do we want to include the warm up matches? Oh, there's there's six title matches happening. Oh God. Yeah, there's a lot of matches. Let's include warm up. Why not? I guess these aren't really warm up matches. So first one is um. First one is G.O.D. versus uh, G.O.D. Tanahashi and Jado versus Bullet Club. So eight man tag. Hold of you should not include Jado and G.O.D. again, but it's how Cage Match does it. They don't put Jado. I know, but I that's not how I do it. Um. And Bullet Club includes Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Ghetto, and Yujiro Takahashi. G.O.D. and Tana. I, I agree. I'm going with that, too. Um, also, there's approximately three people at National Stadium right now. Oh, cool. Sick. All right, next up, L.I.J., which is Shingo and Naito. So I guess Shingo is part of L.I.J., according to Cage Match. I told he was um oh real quick before we continue with the predictions if you have a question for our question segment please leave it in the chat right now and we'll get to it after our predictions you can ask us anything wrestling non-wrestling baseball even anything you want we'll answer it unedited and if you're watching on youtube leave a comment and we'll get to it in the next one if you're listening on spotify join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live all right, so Shingo and Naito versus Aaron Hinare and Will Ospreay. Damn. It's got to be Naito and Shingo. That it's tricky. Because you gotta have one of them eat the pin. It's like Hinare. Yeah, Hinare is the easiest one to eat a pin. But if they want a shocking moment, have Osprey pin Shingo, or have Osprey pin Naito. You know what? I'm going. I'm going United Empire. I'm going Hinare and, and Osprey. Low confidence, but. Still. Okay. All right. So next up is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Title Match between Six or Nine and Bullet Club's cutest tag team. Mm. Um. I would say Bullet Club's cutest tag team. I'm saying six or nine. I think uh I think they'll hold on a little bit being the sixty ninth tag champs. Alright, so yeah. next up is Toriano versus Taichi for the King of Pro Wrestling title. Has it been decided if it's sumo or not? I don't remember what the other situation was. 
Um, let me check New Japan's Twitter real quick, because it might not be updated on Cage Match, but it might have been tweeted. Um, let's see, New Japan. Because that might play into it. Might play into it. Toriano. Oh, I don't think we'll find out until um until the day of. I think that's how they did it last time. Uh, but I'm gonna say Toriano. I said that as well. All right, next up, this is gonna be a I tricky. think. Hmm. I think Suzuki Goon is going to come out of this with nothing, and they're going to be like, or not Suzuki, sorry, uh, Dangerous Tackers is going to come out with this, come out of this with nothing, and they're going to be like, we're going to focus on being a tag team again. Okay. Um, you could also say Suzuki Goon in in general could come out of this with nothing because Despy might lose his title. Uh, but we'll get to that I don't soon. Think so. But yeah. So mm-hmm. now. Evil versus Hiromu Takahashi for the Never Openweight Championship. This is tough. This is tough. Hiromu's I don't think this is tough at all. You don't think so? No. Because Hiromu's been on top. Will they want to... Uh, is, is the go-home math good? Although the go-home math... No, that was with uh, Sho and... Yujiro, uh, I think they were they they stomped Despi. I, I I you've been watching the episodes, right? How's how's this been looking with Evil and Hiromu? Um, honestly, I can't quite say. Mm. Um, Hiromu's just been cutting really good promos, is where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm saying Hiromu. I'm saying Hiromu. It's low confidence again, but it, it, it'd be a really good story if they did it. But will... This rain is driving. What? This rain is driving. Oh yeah, it is. It is fucking crazy. Alright, so next up, the IWGP tag title match. Uh, between Bishamon and Great Okan and Jeff Cobb. I think this is an easy one. Do you? Yeah. I'm saying Bishamon. Son of a bitch. What? I'm also saying Bishamon. <laughs> we've already, we've already got a lot different. I think we've got like three different so far. We have two different. Two. Yeah. No, no, we have three because you said Bull Club's cutest tag team. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought you picked Tai Chi for some reason. United Empire, and uh, that's it. All right. So next up, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title. El Desperado versus Show. Okay. Oh God. Um. 
I think this all depends on how evil fares against Hiromu. I think it's El Desperado. Mm, you think so? I think so. Um, by the way, for those who don't know how our predictions work, for every incorrect prediction, we have to do a dab of very hot, hot sauce. And then the winner, whoever has the most correct predictions, will be crowned the Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion and deal out a punishment to the loser. Liz right now is the reigning champion after WrestleMania. I won WrestleMania, baby! Yeah, yeah. Two years yeah. in a row. Um, I, I do it when it matters. I, oh god I'm gonna say show I'm gonna say show okay I, I I sense pain in my future but maybe it's the pain of a losing prediction alright and now finally the IWGP world heavyweight title match Kazuchika Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr. Kazuchiki as the uh Announcer would say? Yeah, as the, the New Japan, or the Axis TV announcer would say. Who are you going with? I'm going with Okada. I am too. Especially after I've been perusing Reddit these past few days, and there have been a slew of posts that have been like, does Zack Sabre Jr. have a chance against Okada? <laughs> but No, he doesn't. You never know. Um, it would be a really great story if he did win because he nearly tapped Okada out um, last time he challenged for um, the belt that Okada had, mm -hmm. which I believe was a heavyweight belt. I think um, it would be good a good story for Zach. For Okada, it would be a shitty story. After, after beating both Osprey and Shingo to get the title. Yeah, well... It doesn't matter. I don't think Zach's winning, and it breaks my fucking heart. But it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Then Dangerous Tigers are going to come back, and it's going to be fun. We're going to have tag team fun again, mm -hmm, and sure. Golden Series is going to be super fun. I'm going to have so much fun, uh -huh. guys. I'm going to have so much fun. Uh -huh. Isn't uh, why are you saying Golden Series? Is that not what's next? No, New uh, uh, Best of Super Junior is next. That is not next. What? Isn't that May? No. Yep, and we've got a whole month between now and... Half a month. It is... Let's see. Hang on. It is Golden Fight Series. Golden Fight Series? Is that different? From Golden Series, probably. I think Golden Series was the the year. Um, but it's Mutiny on the tenth, which we're not going to see until like July. Uh, Windy City Riot the sixteenth. Mm -hmm. Golden Fight Series starts on the eighteenth, so we have to go nine full days without any Japanese wrestling. Yeah. But that lasts a little while, so that'll be fun. Windy City Windy City Riot will be a lot of fun. Oh, Wrestling Dontaku is uh, May 1st. Oh, cool. Um, Alright. So those are our predictions. Tune in on Saturday. Um, 
for to see how all that goes down we'll be tweeting out the start time for it it'll be it'll be probably like midday some earlier than we normally do just because you know new japan will be at 3 a.m for us um so you want to answer some questions i'll answer a question okay remember leave your questions in the chat everyone we love talking to you Love chatting it up, answering your questions. All right, Miriam asked, if you could design a faction for New Japan, what would it be called and who would be in it? I'll let you go first. Or do you want me to go first? You can go first. I, You know I'm not good on the fly. Well, my my ideal name and concept would be united empire that would be my my ideal um but uh what would it be called if i had to come up with a brand new faction um god um uh, it's because in my head i could just think of like something club or or united something <laughs> so mine while you think of your title mm -hmm. mine as i'm sure Miriam can guess is just going to be technical wrestlers it's just going to be that it's going to be some scary ass people that want to break your arm mox better be on that team sure why not um yeah we're gonna get like mox we're gonna get zach um taichi's not technical but i'll bring him just so he like zach has a companion um i'm gonna get all the scary guys tim thatcher you know um but the name of the club is going to be like um like a fallout boy song title it's gonna be oh. so fucking long but i'm going to force every announcer to say it in full and if they try to shorten it i'm going to like be standing over there you say every announcer like it's not always just kevin kelly Chris is there sometimes. There are the actual Japanese announcers. Yeah, they, they wouldn't understand your demands anyway. I would learn Japanese for that specific purpose. <laughs> okay. Um, mine would probably be... <laughs> the first one that came to mind was American Alpha. <laughs> uh, it would be like Brian Danielson, um, Okada. Okada would be on it. Um, so Brian Danielson, Okada, Cesaro, Johnny Gargano, and uh, uh, someone would be a, a leader. Uh, Kurt Angle. Oh, you're not the leader of your own club. Why would I be the leader? I'm just, I'm just the creative. I'm just designing the fact. Oh, see, in my head, I, I was. The head honcho. I was the Jay White. Hmm. Uh, I'd also have. Uh, we need a luchador, so I'll have Bandito. Got to get some psychology in there. Okay. All right. No, I just meant for how I broke that down in my head. Uh. All right. Well, that's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Um. Uh, yeah. Sure. 
If you join us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. Happy Easter. Um, if that's what you celebrate. Um, please join us on Sunday where we're going to talk about Saturday. Saturday, where we're going to talk about uh, New Japan. Paper battle. It's going to be super fun. Yeah, um, I'll probably be pretty sad during it, but it'll be fun. No big deal. <laughs> um, anyways, we'll get some new hot sauces. Um, we're going to do something fun. Um, but yeah, please tune in. It's going to be a great time. Uh, and what better way to spend your Saturday afternoon? Mm-hmm. Evening? Afternoon. Afternoon. Then with us! Follow and subscribe, everybody. Pinfall podcast all around YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, Twitch. It's all the Pinfall podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eli's at Eli23. And we'll see you all on Saturday for New Japan Hyper Battle. Have a great night, everybody. Have a great Friday. See you on Saturday.